Hey, everybody. Well, we are finally going to be talking about the Enneagram. A lot of people have asked me questions about this, uh, specifically because of my history in New Age. Obviously, I'm not a New Age anymore. I'm a practicing Christian um, evangelical. But uh, a lot of people have been wondering about the Enneagram. Is it a cult? Is it New Age? What What is this personality testing? Is that all it is? Is it, is it just a personality test? Well, we're going to talk about that and much more on today's Peck Report. everybody hope you are doing well i uh, hope you've had a great week excited to be talking with you again today so yeah a lot of people have had questions uh about the enneagram and, and really about psychology in general uh there's a lot of people who are under the assumption that maybe all of psychology might be new age or a cult or might have something wrong with it. Uh, there are certain, I, I think psychology is just kind of like anything else. There are certain branches of it that are, you know, that would do well to be avoided, but there's also some really helpful aspects too. Um, there, there are some great counselors out there. There are Christian counselors that you can talk to that, that can help in, uh, in various ways, and even even just psychology generally um, has has some things to offer. But like anything else, we have to be incredibly discerning, especially with something as subjective as psychology. I mean, psychology is about as subjective as it gets. I mean, it, it's all about what goes on in your own mind, uh, and trying, uh, you know, a doctor or somebody trying to heal that or trying to help you through it. Uh, like anything else, there's some good ones, there's some bad ones. It can be abused. So um, one thing that has come up uh, relatively recently, and I, I haven't talked about it really yet because I wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about before um, I gave my opinion about it, uh, but the Enneagram. Uh, there, there's a lot of personality tests out there. Um, you know, Some are okay, some are better than others, some aren't really worth your time. Uh, and a lot of Christians have been really wary about the Enneagram, um, for various reasons that we're, we're going to get into. Now, typically when I come across stories like this and when I see that like most Christians are against something, uh, that isn't, um, that, that, that isn't, that isn't obvious just on, on, on the face of it. That isn't obviously, uh, wrong. I, I tend to get skeptical because I, I think a lot of times what people do is they read a headline and they base their entire opinion on that headline and then they share the headline. Uh, so, you know, for example, I mean, th th think about how many Christians have looked into the Enneagram enough to be able to actually explain it, uh, to be able to explain why it's a cult, why it, why it's a cult or new age without just parroting um, other points that have been made by some other people. And we're going to get into those points, you know, just because, just because an argument 
argument is parroted, it doesn't necessarily mean that argument is wrong, uh, but it does mean that if you're uh, if you're one of those people who's parroting an argument, then you shouldn't hold so tightly to that argument that you're willing to defend it and that's the hill you're going to die on and anybody that disagrees with you is wrong. Uh, so, for example, the way that I handled it is, um, you know, when when somebody would uh, email me or private message me a question about the Enneagram, I would say, well, the only thing I know is a little bit that I've read in articles uh, and... It, it sounds like it's a cult, but I personally have not looked into it. So, you know, I'm making the point that that is not the hill that I'm going to die on because I, I, at the time, I just, I didn't know. Uh, now, since having some time to research it out further, uh, there are some things that I can, I can share with you now. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll do that. But first I want to get into some of the common uh, the, the the common points that are brought up about the Enneagram. In case this is all brand new and you haven't heard anything about this and you're completely unfamiliar with it, uh, that's okay. So let, let's get into some of the main points that are brought up uh, before we actually get into the Enneagram website itself and see what they have to say. And then I'll help uh, provide some commentary on some of the things uh, that we as Christians might want to take uh, special note of. Uh, okay, so Charisma News recently put out an article, Three Biblical Reasons Christians Should Say No to the Enneagram. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of these kinds of articles. And so, I mean, if you just put in Enneagram uh, Christian or something like that, uh, or, or Christian response to Enneagram or something, you're probably going to find a lot, of, a lot of articles that are going to share these same views. Uh, so we, we can talk about this. This is a good place for us to start because it, it takes you right to the beginning. It says, if you don't know what an Enneagram is, don't feel dumb or alone. A lot of people are still unfamiliar with the Enneagram. In fact, uh, I have never heard of it until a few months ago when I saw someone post about it on social media. Uh, so this article is written in first person. The The writer is uh, Rosalind Jukic. Um, so it goes on to say, shortly after that, I saw several articles pop up about how it can help your marriage or how it can help your walk with God. And even uh, a pastor who took several weeks to preach a series of Sunday sermons on the Enneagram to his congregation, that's when I realized I needed to know more about this really funny word. Uh, and anything anything that, that promises things like that, um, you know, it's it's going to help you with your marriage. It's going to, it's going to get your, 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 it's going to give you a closer walk with God. And if that thing doesn't quote the Bible or doesn't teach uh, what the Bible has to say about that or, or what Jesus has to say about that, then that is something to really be suspicious of. I'll give you a little teaser of things that we're going to look at later, but uh, I looked on the Enneagram website and I, I saw, I, I didn't look at every single page, but I looked at quite a bit of it. I didn't see a single Bible verse quoted. I didn't see a single mention of Jesus or God. Uh, so if if this is being used to help your walk with God, um, if if the Enneagram Institute is claiming that, well, that's an issue because they're not quoting the Bible. Uh, but if a pastor is claiming that, then they're going to need to show uh, they're going to need to show commonalities between the Enneagram and the Bible. Now, it's too simple to say. And I, I hate this argument, and unfortunately a lot of Christians make it. It's too simple to say, well, the, the Bible doesn't say to use the Enneagram. I don't see the Enneagram anywhere in the Bible, so that means we shouldn't use it. You know what? Toilet paper isn't in the, isn't in the Bible either, uh, or the Enneagram. Uh, 
toilet paper isn't in the Bible. So does that mean that we're not supposed to use it? Jesus didn't tell me to use toilet paper, so why am I using it? It's a ridiculous, ridiculous argument, and uh, Christians really should stop using it because all it does is it shows to the person that's making that argument, it just shows that they don't care enough about the subject to actually research it. They care more about their own ego. They They care more about being right than actually getting to the truth of something. Uh, they, they don't care if they're putting the truth out there or not. They only care that they're seen as right. They only care that they're showing themselves uh, as above everybody else. So so those arguments are, are frankly really stupid and, and you shouldn't make them. Um, so just because it's not in the Bible doesn't mean that it's evil or it's wrong. But if a pastor is saying that you can use this to get closer with God or, or it can help walk your walk with God, then the pastor would have to demonstrate uh, what principles, what common principles the Enneagram and the Bible are teaching. Uh, And I I haven't really been able to, I I mean, when you look at it on the surface, on the, you know, surface level stuff, it it seems to, to imply things like that. But I mean, it can only be one of three things, right? It's either going to help your walk with God, it's going to hurt your walk with God, or it's not going to have any effect. And that's with everything. Uh, that, that's, that's with everything, toilet paper included. Uh, so that, that's why that argument of, well, it's not in the Bible, so I'm not going to, there's a lot of things that aren't in the Bible. Your, your, the car you take to work isn't in the Bible. There's a lot of things that aren't in the Bible. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily evil. So that, that is a bad argument. Um, but there are some legitimate concerns that we need to look at that go beyond, you know, Jesus didn't say to use the Enneagram. Uh, open heart surgery isn't in the Bible. The list goes on and on and on. Anyway, Uh, Article continues, the Enneagram isn't something new. It's just in the past couple of years that it's gained traction among Christians. It teaches that there are nine different personality types. What makes the Enneagram concerning from the start are its origins in the occult, divination, and new age. Uh, The article, this article from Gospel Coalition delves in the occultic background, and I encourage you to read it for yourself. Uh, Now, there is one thing that I want to say about uh, occultic origins, or, or more specifically, pagan origins, because you hear this excuse a lot too. You know, well, well, that's from pagans. You know, the the question is, does what exists today reflect what was developed by pagans or occultists in the past? Uh, for example, you know, te- technically playing cards, you know, that that you can play go fish or something with. Te- technically, those are pagan, but. The way that they're used today in our culture, it's not the same that, you know, some pagan or a witch or, or an occultist might use those cards. So the like the pagan origins of a deck of playing cards really have no significance on how they're used uh, in the culture today or how, how, how you might use them at home just to play, you know, go fish with your kids or something. Uh, so, so while if something has occultic origins that's certainly something to pay attention to and it's something to investigate but that in and of itself doesn't completely nullify something it 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 depends what the original intent was and what the current intent is because things can transform over time uh there are things that when you think about what the word pagan even means what is pagan pagan is anything that was not jewish uh in the ancient world which was basically everything i mean think about it that's that's basically everything uh there's very little that that you know, was, was only Jewish. So if you're going to claim pagan origins, you would have to claim it for a lot of things that you probably are involved in today. But 
it's fine because we don't use them for pagan reasons today. We're not using them. So, so just because th- think about it this way, if the only thing that, that mattered was origin, well, you yourself, before you came to Christ, you, you were, you were, what were you? You, you, you were, you were a, a, a sinner damned to hell. You know, you, you had pagan origins. You, you had occultic, uh, satanic, evil origins. Does that mean that you yourself cannot be transformed? Of course not. That, that would fly contrary to the gospel. Of course you can be transformed. And so can, you know, other things. Now, we're not talking about, salva- you know, we're not talking about a salvation thing like, like going to heaven, but, but you know, with, with objects and, and things like that. Uh, but in the case of playing cards, the, the meaning of those cards has been transformed. The days of the week, for example, you know, the, the, days, the, the names of the days of the week all have pagan origins. They all uh, originally were meant to honor false gods, but they're not used for that today. They're only used to signify one day uh, over another. It, it, it's just so we can keep track of time, really. That, that's all it is. Nobody's honoring a God uh, by saying, uh, you know, any, any of the days, Sunday or Saturday or anything like that. Um, but we still use those words. So things can transform over time, and uh, they can kind of, uh, uh, you know, whatever pagan origin might be there doesn't necessarily negate it. Uh, as as being you know something that we should just stay away from. Otherwise, you're going to have to, you know, just use the Hebrew word for all of the days of the week, and you're going to have to be really militant about it. Uh, and, and you're going to have to assume that anybody who uses the names of the days of the week, they're not really Christian. They're they're being tricked into honoring false gods. But even though they're being tricked, they're still held accountable to that sin. You you, you got to go into some really wacky territory in order to justify that. So I, I think it helps to be real. But again. Uh, you know, so it, it is it is a red flag. It is something to pay attention to that the origins uh, of the Enneagram are in the occult. But the question is, how long ago was that? And um, and is, is it still is, are those occult uh, meanings still being uh, represented in the current form of the Enneagram today? So that's the question. We're going to look into it and find out. Uh, so three biblical reasons Christians should say no to the Enneagrams. It says, uh, beyond the sketchy origins of the Enneagram, something Christians should absolutely take into consideration. That's right. Consideration, but not determination. Just based on that one fact alone, that, that, that should not be enough to make an entire determination on, but the article is absolutely correct. It is something we should take into consideration. There are other reasons why we should reject the urge to join this new fad in the church. Over the past few months, my dad, Dr. Hackett, uh, uh, and author of the blog Foundational, and I have been writing about our concern about the direction the evangelical church is heading. There's a growing love affair with the, with New Age ideas, hedonism, Gnosticism, spiritism, and extra-biblical revelation. And of that, I totally agree. I mean, I would be the biggest hypocrite in the world if I didn't. Uh, I, 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 along with my co-author Stephen Bancars, wrote The Second Coming of the New Age, warning Christians about the infiltration of the New Age into the church, specifically the evangelical church. So I absolutely agree with all that. Um, and that's why we have to have really good discernment. That's why we have to ask good questions, and we can't make a determination just based on uh, you know one, one thing that we heard somewhere on some blog somewhere. And you, you know, we we have to actually 
study, show yourself approved. You know, we got to actually know what we're talking about. And if somebody asks, well, why, why is the Enneagram a cult, a cult? We have to actually give good reasons. We have to, we have to know what to say. Otherwise, we're going to undercut our whole argument, and people are just going to have one more example to believe that Christians don't know what they're talking about and we're not well-researched. So it says, because we have a form of godliness but deny its power, we have to find that power in other places. So we create adrenaline-charged atmospheres in our churches. We become fascinated by New Age doctrines. We practice energy healing. We preach self-help, self-care, and how to live your best life now. We obsess over preachers and uh, evangelists of the past, visit their graves, take pilgrimages to their churches, engage in necromancy, and pray for their mantles. We Christianize yoga meditation, centering, and other Eastern religious activities, uh, all because our godliness being void of power has created a vacuum that demands something, something for which we have determined that God, the Bible, and the Holy Spirit are not enough. Blasphemous. And that's absolutely correct. I agree with everything uh, that that was just written. It's worse than blasphemous because we expect unbelievers to deny God and his power because by their very definition, they do not believe in him. But the light that is in us has become darkened because by our very definition, we should believe and we don't. We lie, we blaspheme, we declare God's power and deny it at the very same time. But then we go a step further and march right into the devil's territory and borrow his sulfur-saturated, evil, twisted, distorted, and demonic ideas and try to worship God with them. I would like to add that researching Enneagrams has caused me to consider why Christians are so preoccupied with personality tests at all. We spend a lot of time filling out questionnaires that tell us about ourselves, doing those silly Facebook quizzes and pondering whether we're introvert, extrovert, or somewhere in between. I know I've done this very thing, but preparing for this article has given me a whole new perspective on this, and it is central to the danger I find not only in Enneagrams, but in this entire quest to know who we are. And there is actually a very valid point there. There's a lot of times that people take these tests because they want to know more about themselves, and it's really a a reflection of the self-obsessed culture that we find ourselves in. Now, there is a place where you might want to know your personality type, Uh, and it's not to learn how great you are, but to learn where where you're failing, to learn what mistakes you need to work on or, or what, what areas you're lacking. So, for example, I am suspicious of any personality test where all of the categories that you could fall into are all positive, where there's no negative to any of them. They're just different forms of positive. And actually, as we will see uh, a little bit later, the Enneagram is exactly that. Every single category is positive. I'm uh, incredibly suspicious and critical of that because that's not reality. Human beings cannot fall into a personality type where it's only positive because we're all flawed. Uh, I, now, personally, I like uh, per, like real personality tests like the Big Five because that will, that will show you uh, – it, it doesn't show you positive. It, it, it shows you – well, I mean – it shows you what could be beneficial and then what could be consequential. So it's it's really good at showing where your flaws are and what things you might need to work on. You know, it, it'll show you if you're if you're like introverted to the point that you might be um, passing up opportunities that you know you might have at work or in interpersonal relationships or something like that. You know, it, it, it's it's it, it, it can be used as a tool where you can you can work on yourselves in some areas. I think those are fine because that that's not as much of a reflection of the the self obsession stuff, but it's more a recognition. I'm flawed. Uh, I have failings, and I'd like to know what those are so I can work on them. 
Um, so, but there, there again are very, very few personality tests like that. Most often you have to go to a, a certified psychologist to, to get one. And even then you have to be careful that it's not biased and that the, psychi- the psychologist is not biased. There's, there's a lot of psychologists that are entrenched in new age, unfortunately, and they pass it off as psychology when really it's not. Um, so, uh, so I, I, I agree with, with that, that a lot of these little personality tests, yeah, I mean, you know, it'll even happen. Which Bible character are you? It's 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 all over the place. Or you know, which character of Friends are you? It's it's all, it's all designed to make you focus inward and on the self in a way that's not helpful. There are times to focus on yourself. Those times are when you're failing, when you're doing something wrong, when there's something you need to work on, not for your own benefit, but for the benefit of everybody else. So really our focus needs to be on other people, not ourselves, but sometimes so we can serve other people better. Uh, we need to find out where we're failing so we can improve again, not just not for our own benefit. So we feel better about ourselves, but for the benefit of everybody else. Uh, and if, if everyone got along like that, we, you know, we, we would have a lot more peace uh, in this culture. Uh, now the first point brought up Christians should say no to enneagrams because their identity is in Christ uh the you know the the danger is with enneagrams is the quest to know who we are it's a natural question of every human you know who am I God created us with this deep need to find our identity and he simultaneously created the answer himself when we discover our true identity in Jesus Christ we have no need for personality tests quizzes enneagrams Myers-Briggs, all of which have at one point or another been proven as scientifically inaccurate. Uh, I wish wish this article cited sources. And I'm not going to be totally, you know, when I read an article, I'm not going to be totally 100% on board with everything I read. There are, like, for example, sometimes there is a need for certain personality tests. You know, I mean, they got to be legitimate. They have to show you where you're failing. Uh, you know, they actually have to be helpful in that way. But again, the end result can't be just for your own self-gratification. The end result has got to be, you know, you're, you're, you're wanting to work on yourself so you can be a better member of society. You know, it's for everybody else. And personality tests are not the only way to do that. That's one of many, you know, many ways to, to learn what your failings are. Another way you could ask your friends. You know, obviously the most important way is by direction from God. You know, you, you pray to God, ask God uh, where your failings are, and then wait, you know, wait for his direction. But sometimes maybe he will lead you to your friends that he wants you to talk to and find out your failings. It's not outside of the realm of possibility that he might lead you to a, a certain personality test that might give you truthful insight on what you need to work on. Um, so I, I personally wouldn't say that just because our identity is in Christ doesn't mean I, I wouldn't say that that automatically means that we need to stay away from any and all personality uh, tests. I, I think that's that's kind of a a, a stroke too broad uh, for me personally. But I do understand the point behind it. You know, if if it comes to a point where the personality test is overtaking your identity in Christ, you're, you're finding your identity in the personality t- test rather than Christ, then that's a problem. I mean, most times when it comes to working on yourself, uh, reading the words of Christ are going to help because he's going to tell you exactly where you're failing, uh, where you're succeeding, and what you need to work on. Some people, you know, might need a little bit of help, you know, might, might, they might not be ready for that. So fine. But 
ultimately that's the best place to go uh, is Jesus Christ. So uh, it says when we discover our truth. Okay, we read that. Of course, of course they are. Uh, the, these being proven uh, scientifically inaccurate. Now, now again, I, I wish this article cited sources. Uh, you know, wh- where where are these proven scientifically inaccurate exactly? But it says, uh, of course they are. Human psychology study will never be so advanced as to answer the plaguing question, who am I? That's likely very true. The temptation to identify oneself as introvert or extrovert, melancholy or sanguine, judging or perceiving, or any of these personality types is great. Uh, we get a false sense of knowing ourselves and understanding others, but we will only ever truly know ourselves when we seek to know God. The more we know who God is, the better we see ourselves for who we really are. And, and that's true, too. You know, our, our reflection of ourselves, our view of ourselves should be reflected on God instead of a personality test. Uh, you know, a personality test might help you see where you are today. But again, any personality test that's only telling you good things about yourself, it's garbage and it's not true because that's not reality. Reality isn't everybody's good in some way and there's no re- there, there's no bad and there's no reason to even look at the bad because it's inconsequential. That's not reality. Uh, it says, more importantly, the more we glorify God in our lives, the less our significance and self-awareness matters to us. That's true, too. That's true, too. That's why we need to focus on other people. Uh, we need to focus on God first. What, what, I mean, what does Scripture say? Love God and love your brothers and sisters. So we focus on God first, uh, but we also focus on our brothers and sisters. And it even says if you don't love your brothers uh, and sisters in Christ, then you don't know the love of God. Uh, so that's really important. We, we have to serve others, and uh, we need to know how best to do that. The best way, read Scripture, read the words of Jesus. That's going to tell you the best way. That's going to tell you uh, what things you need to you need to work on. Um, so, but at most, then that would just suggest there's no need for a personality test. Not necessarily that it's evil, but that there's no need for it. Now, can it be abused? Yes, there's a lot of things that can be abused. There's a lot of things that, while they're not intrinsically evil on their own, they can be abused and that thing can be made to be evil. You know, for example, you use razor blades to shave your face. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't help your walk with Christ. It doesn't hurt your walk with Christ. Uh, it, it, just, it doesn't affect it whatsoever. Now, somebody who is violent could use a razor blade to hurt somebody uh, or hurt themselves. You know, so it can be used for evil, but that doesn't mean it intrinsically is evil. So right now, at most, one could say, while personality tests could be used, uh, to for evil, and a lot of them are designed that way. The legitimate ones, while they still could be abused, uh, they're not meant. They're not designed that way. They're not designed to be used that way. Uh, so, at most, a personality test would uh, have no effect on your walk with God, because you know any positive effect you could get from the Bible, any negative effect is an abuse of it. Is an abuse of the personality test. So, at most, someone could say that a legitimate personality test that is not designed to take your focus away from God and that is not designed uh, for you to just feel good about yourself, but that is actually designed in a way that it can show you your shortcomings. Uh, The most somebody could say about it is that it uh, doesn't factor into your walk with God at all. Because, again, those things you could learn from Scripture. Christians should say no to the Enneagram because self-awareness is a trap. But this begs the question, does the Enneagram teach self-awareness? And we're going to get into that in a moment. But it says, I'm deeply concerned with how much the church has begun to shift its focus off God, his sovereignty, and supremacy. 
uh, his supreme glory and onto the self, self-care, self-help, self-actualization, self-awareness, in other words, self-glorification. And yes, this is a big problem. Uh, this is a big problem. But again, I, I would like it to address where the Enneagram does that. Uh, you, you know, specifically what from the website, what, what, what from the Enneagram specifically, what quote from how to use the Enneagram, uh, can they quote to show that it, that it's doing this, that it's doing these things. Uh, and, and that's the thing. Those quotes are available. We're, we're going to, we're going to look at that. Um, but th- this part two here, this question two is more of a railing against self-awareness, which fair enough, because self-awareness is a trap. They're absolutely right. But this is less about the Enneagram itself because there's no quotes on how how does the Enneagram, specifically the Enneagram, not just personality tests in general, but how does the Enneagram promote all this self, uh, self-supremacy, self-godhood stuff, self-glorification? And, and that's the weird thing because it does. It, it actually does. And I, I, I can demonstrate that from the Enneagram's actual website, which we will a little bit later. Uh, so it's it's strange to read an article where it doesn't make those quotes and, and, and really prove the point. So that's more of a rail against um, against self-awareness or, or self-glorification, I should say. Uh, so it, it goes on. It, you know, it says, we as Christians, we're not called to be self-aware. We're called to be God-aware. That, that's that's true. Uh but but then you know it asks questions like well what what more do we need to know? Uh, again, I don't I don't want to be too critical because I do actually agree with this article, but but it, it does it, it is kind of lacking in some areas. What more do we need to know? Well, we need to know what specifically does the enneagram itself teach? I mean that's the title. The title of the article is three biblical reasons Christians should say no to the enneagram. So it's specific uh, as to which personality test. So we need to know what reasons. Like what? What specific quotes from the Enneagram prove this point that it promotes all this stuff? Uh, you, you know, I mean, somebody could say, "Well, you just go look on the website and you'll see." Okay, well then, don't write an article about it. it. You know, or put that in the article. The point of an article isn't so somebody can just go and learn what they could have learned on their own anyway. The point of writing an article is if you're going to make a point, you need to prove it. So that that to me is. Again, I don't want to be too critical, but it, that that is that is kind of uh, it's lazy writing, uh, unfortunately. But but again, I do agree. I do agree with this. I, I I do agree with with what's being said here that self awareness and self glorification is a big problem. I wrote about that in Second Coming of the New Age, so I agree. I, I just they're they're unfortunately the writer's not making a strong connection to the enneagram with that. Three Christians should say no to the enneagram because it is rooted in the counsel of the ungodly. Okay, so let's see what this has to say. Um, Because we already went through occult origins, right? Psalm 1 tells us that we are blessed when we do not walk with the counsel of the ungodly. Why? Because the mind of the unbeliever is unregenerate. It's filled with knowledge rooted in philosophies that deny God, his power, his very existence. I know that this may seem extreme to some, perhaps many, if we call ourselves Christian, we must allow God's word to dictate every decision and action of our lives. And his word clearly says that we are blessed when we do not walk in the counsel and the philosophy and... Uh, advisement of the ungodly. So using a personality test rooted in the occult and new age origins. Okay, well, we already dealt with that. Again, a connection needs to be made. How long ago was it? What were those origins? What was it originally developed for? And how does that connect with how it's used today? They might be identical. 
I mean, I don't know. They might be identical. Maybe exactly how it's used today is uh, it, it's exactly how it was developed in occultic origins. Maybe, but but the article doesn't 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 make that po- they they don't make that case. They don't show evidence of that. They don't show you know so and so who developed the enneagram said that it was to be used for this purpose. And here today on the enneagram website, it says it's supposed to be used for this identical purpose. It, it, we're we're not shown that we're 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 supposed to just believe it because the article says so. And I, I don't, I don't love stuff like that. It, it's not, uh, it, it's not very convincing. Um, it, it really, it just shows that somebody has an ax to grind and they, for some reason, aren't, aren't putting, aren't putting the evidence in the article. And there is evidence, which is strange. You know, usually when articles like this are written, they're written this way because there is no evidence. And so the writer will have an opinion about something. They'll write it as fact, and then they won't cite any sources because there's no evidence. The weird thing is there is evidence for all this stuff, though. Uh, there is evidence. So why it's not included in the, in the article, I, I couldn't say. But it's it's not a convincing article to to uh, to tell somebody why they should stay away from the Enneagram, you know? Um, because, yes, it's true. We should not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. But why is the Enneagram ungodly? Give give reasons, give give specific quotes from the Enneagram website, and there are plenty. We're going to go through some in a moment. There there are there are plenty to choose from. Uh, you can show that this this has a connection with the counsel of the ungodly, but for some reason, uh, this article is, is is just saying that all personality tests or using a personality test that's rooted in the occult. Uh, you know, there's no blessing in that. And, and then it's saying what a Christian should do instead, turn to God's word. And, and again, you could you could say that about anything, you know, why why play a game of go fish when you could, you you, you know, if you're going to have real fun, you should you should be studying the Bible with your family and, you know, do trivia games with the Bible. You know, there's nothing in the Bible about about, you know, playing go fish. And, you know, those 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 cards, they have occult origins anyway. Uh, that's the counsel of the ungodly. I mean, you could make the same argument. You, you got you. You have to actually show reasons. Otherwise, you're not going to have a very convincing uh, article, unfortunately. Um, and, and again, it, it's unfortunate because I, I do agree with like, everything that's written in here. I just I don't think that this should be an article about the enneagram. This this article should instead be uh, about how how to discern godly things from ungodly things in a broad sense i mean that that's really what the article is it, 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 i i don't know why the enneagram is even attached to this if you're going to talk specifically about the enneagram you need to give specific examples um Oh, shoot, we are running out of time. Okay, so just to conclude, it says, uh, once we come to this place, our direction is clear. The question of who am I is answered. We have peace and security. The quest is over, and that vacuum we're born with is filled. Absolutely true. I wish this article was written as, uh, you know, an article against uh, against ju- just the, the, the self-awareness and self-glorification movement um, in, instead of specifically the Enneagram. I think this article works much better towards something like that. Um, because it does actually give reasons why, you know, the self glorification stuff is wrong and it gives biblical reasons because that's a theological question. Uh, it, it, this, I, I think unfortunately this, this article kind of fails to, uh, tell people why they should stay away from the Enneagram specifically. Uh, okay. So we are going to talk about, uh, the Enneagram website. We're going to get into some real reasons, uh, why you should stay away from it. That is going to be members content because we're running out of time. And look, if you don't like the membership stuff, um, 
complain to YouTube because Daily Renegade would not exist without YouTube censorship. Uh, YouTube was heavily censoring us. That's the only reason that we started Daily Renegade. And honestly, it's blown up. Uh, a lot of people find a lot of value in it. It's doing really well. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that there's uh, some competition to YouTube now. So we shouldn't be relying on YouTube anyway. Uh, but if you want to be a member and get the rest of this peck report, you can go to dailyrenegade.com, become a member today. It is only $10 a month or $100 a year. Uh, by the way, everything that I'm going to talk about uh, in the members section, I'm going to provide my analysis of it. But you can you can find it by going to uh, the Enneagram Institute's website. Just Google that, click on it, and read it. And you're, you're going to see the points that I'm going to make anyway. And that, that's not to diminish what you're going to get in the members-only content. All I'm saying is... Uh, this isn't a case of somebody uh, of us trying to sell the gospel. Speaking of lazy arguments, um, look, if you're, if you're of the mind that you, you get to the membership part and you hear me saying, you know, go, go pay, be a member and, and get the rest of the peck report. And if you if your automatic thought is, well, I didn't have to pay for the gospel, which believe me, you bought a Bible, but I didn't have to pay for the gospel. If you're of that mind, just unsubscribe. Uh, there, there's nothing I can do for you. No one's selling the gospel here. I'll, I'll tell you what, it should be easy to prove. Find one place. I, I've been doing this for years. Find one place in uh, among the hundreds of thousands of hours of free content I have given everybody. Find one place where I said, I would love to tell you the gospel of Jesus Christ, but I'm going to need your credit card number. Find me one place. Uh, it's never happened. We're not selling the gospel. Uh, we are we are paying for a platform because YouTube will not allow us on theirs, and we shouldn't be reliant on a satanic corporation like YouTube anyway. That's that's the real evil. Uh, you know, we shouldn't be reliant and dependent on them anyway. We should be able to do it ourselves, all of us working together. So if it's worth it to you and you want to get a membership, then get a membership. If not, go somewhere else. And, and believe me, we, we're already providing a lot of free material. So, uh, you know, whenever, whenever I, I hear, whenever I see these comments of people like calling me or calling Daily Renegade greedy because we charge, those people are the greedy ones. They are the ones that are expecting us to pay for all of this out of our own pockets, take our own time to give everybody free information. Oh, and it's got to be ad-free too. It's got to be ad-free without a single way for us to recoup our losses. We're, su we're, supposed, to, we're supposed to just take food out of our children's mouths uh, to, to supply this for, for these people. And, and here's the thing. Nobody's saying that you have to pay anything. We give stuff away for free. By all means, enjoy the free content. You're not wrong for doing that. You don't have to pay for a membership. You're not, you're not sinful or unchristian if you don't pay for a membership. Believe me, it's totally fine. Uh, so you're, you're not, you're not greedy if you don't want to pay for a membership. Yet somehow we're greedy because uh, we we don't want to dump our our life savings and you know we don't want to we don't want to put our children's future at risk or our own future at risk um, j j just to dump all of our money into this lose all of our money have the company go under no way to thrive uh, no way to sustain itself and then lose everything for nothing just so some people some complainers on YouTube get a few free hours of free, you know, ad-free content. I'm sorry, the world does not work that way. I wish it did, but it didn't. Uh, if we were able to provide this to you for free, we would. I've done it for years. I've given all of this information uh, away for free for years. 
Uh, and it wasn't until recently, less than a year ago, we had to start charging for it because YouTube started kicking us off, started um, going after Christians, so we had to build our own thing, which we should have done before anyway. The only reason we didn't was because YouTube wasn't bothering us. Uh, so, you know, the, the, only, the only regret I have is that I didn't do this earlier. I didn't do this before. Uh, I, I, should, I should have set this up from the get-go. Uh, but anyway... Uh, tirades over. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, if, if you're, if you're one of those people that's going to leave those kinds of comments, just unsubscribe. Don't bother watching our stuff. Then, you know, save yourself the trouble, save us the trouble of having to delete your comment and block you. Uh, and, and just, just find, find something else to watch, find something else to do, find somebody else to complain to. Uh, cause I'm telling you those arguments, they're lazy, they're intellectually dishonest and you know, they are. Uh, and I don't. I don't. I, I have no interest in them. Uh, all all it, all you're doing is showing your own greed. Uh, okay. So for those who legitimately can't afford it, totally understand. That's why we give the free content away. Uh, that, that that's why we do that because I, I've I've been there before. I've I've been in places in life where I haven't been able to uh, afford stuff like that too, and it's only been through uh, the charity of of people giving away some stuff for free that I was able to to flourish. So. Uh, so that's why we do give out free stuff. Um, let's see. Before we go to members content, real quick, if you have chronic pain, even if you have a bad back or bad knees, joint pain, arthritis, anything like that, uh, Coastline Kratom can help. I take Kratom every day. I have a rare bone disease, uh, incurable bone disease. It, it's horrendous, wreaks havoc uh, on my body. But I'm able to get through the day because of Kratom. It works really well. You don't need to be addicted to opioids. This actually is the answer to the opioid crisis. But unfortunately, there's so much bad politics around it uh, that it's hard to get any good information about it. Um, anytime you try to give good information about it, YouTube blocks it and deletes it. We we have in the and that's that's another reason for members only. We have videos that we've tried to put on YouTube for free, but YouTube just gets rid of them and puts a strike on our account. Uh, so we do have in the members only section, we do have some videos on Kratom specifically, uh, giving you giving you the real information about it. But um, but but Kratom's great. I use it every day. I have so for years. Coastline Kratom. Uh, now go to dailyrenegade.com and on the top banner you'll find it. You with Coastline Kratom you do have to set up a Zellpay account because most credit card companies don't want to deal with the sell uh, sale of Kratom. But it's really easy. It only takes a second, and then you can buy as much Kratom as you want. Uh, and you should stock up because it could be any day that the FDA bans this stuff. Uh, also, I mean they've already tried. They're actively trying. It literally could be any day. Um, also, we do have another Kratom source, Tropic Health, that if you want to use a credit card, you can with them. Again, you can find that at dailyrenegade.com. Also, consider CBD. Uh, this is something else that I, I, I take uh, all the time, and you, you just take it an hour before bed. I find that you don't need as much Kratom the next day. It does help with pain, and you sleep great. What I like about CBD Pure and CBD Pets, that's right, they make it for your pets as well, uh, is that it's totally natural. It's it's completely pesticide-free. Uh, uh, totally organic, and they prove it by testing every batch through an independent third-party testing facility, and they put the results uh, on their website for you to view. So um, you you, sh you should check it out, dailyrenegade.com. You can find all that. Okay, we are going to members-only content. For everybody else, thank you so much for uh, watching. Please uh, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, uh, and uh, if, if you feel led to do so, please get a membership at dailyrenegade.com. All right, everybody, thank you so much. Until next time, take care and God bless.